Hey everybody, just wanted to let you know that the following podcast is intended for adults only. Hello podcast world, we want to thank you for tuning in to Cages, Stages, Pages, and Rages. What is up everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in. This is the CSPR podcast. If you want to know what those letters stand for, listen to the start of the episode. This is episode zero. The backstory. I'm Adam. I'm Dan. And together, we're us. I know what you're thinking, okay? You just started listening, but you're already thinking, I can't see these guys, but they sound handsome. You'd be correct. You also might be saying, it sounds like they're sitting right next to each other, which we could be, but we're not. We're actually 2,000 miles away. I'm not going to tell you where we live, but it's somewhere in the world. Daniel, sir, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. Just uh, thinking about, you know, um, how my voice sounds to everyone and uh, feeling pretty self-conscious about it. Not really. My voice is as sexy as my face, which you can't see. Uh, however, <laughs> I don't want to just start this off by sounding super egotistical. So let me dial back a bit and say, hey, man, how you doing? Good, man. Your, your, uh, your Botox injections and also your nose job and your lip implants look wonderful. Yeah, man, you are right. Thank you. Thank, uh, you know, they really cost a lot and uh, I don't have money to do it, but you know, looks are everything. So The one listener we have is already about to drop us because he's like, dude, I can't see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you're listening to a podcast. It's not meant for viewing pleasure, unless, of course, you know, you want viewing pleasure, then watch something else. Yeah, then find right? somebody you... else's show. Who are we, Joe Rogan? Uh, I wish. By the way, if you're one of those people that saw, okay, it looks like the first episode, now in all of the places, the first thing always starts with the number one. Ours is called episode zero. Now, if you're a listener, our one listener, thank you very much who's in his mom's basement, probably. If you are, no offense, because it's COVID No, times. definitely offense. Get out of there, all right? <laughs> it do your own thing, bro. So if you're wondering, how does that make any sense? First of all, don't feel worried. I had to explain it to Dan. I also had to kind of re-explain it to myself. I know it's really confusing. Here's the thing, though. For all my nerds out there, all my geeks, you know that in comic books, technically, the first issue is not issue one, it's issue zero, the backstory. That's what this issue is all about. We are going to preview what is upcoming in our show. Hopefully you get to know us a little bit better. Actually, this is like a blind date. I've never met this man before in my entire life. We actually just both happened to sign on to this. <laughs> but sorry, I, I just noticed in the, uh, the notes, one line, spoiler alert, says Dan gets naked, but there's no explanation. There's no description. That's just one of the notes we're going to talk about. Cannot wait for that. Guys and girls, welcome to the show. If there is a girl listening to this or li- had listened up to this point, she is gone. She is like, these two losers <laughs> have nothing important to say. And um, really, I, I could be trying to better myself in life. I'm at a loss if there's still a woman listening right now because my voice is not that sexy. Okay. There's a, it's, it's got a nice little baritone, but like I've been smoking for way too long. Uh, you know, again, spoiler alert, (laughs) bit of a smoker myself here recently moved to the vape. So hallelujah. 
Um, however, they don't know the long-term effects of that. So could be dead by episode two. So get it in while the getting's good, y'all. Like you're just going to show um, up one day with like a third arm just hanging off your forehead. And I'm like, what happened? You're like, oh, vaping. If that's the side effects, then I am going to continue to vape. I could use extra hands. For, for what, Dan? Don't worry about that. That is for my private times. And for my private parts. <laughs> nice. Uh, so anyway. This already sucks. Here's how we meet. We're both chubby. We also have a, another chubby friend who is Mutual a real person. fat friend. Yeah. Yes. We're not going to say his actual name. So for right now, let's just call him Steve. <laughs> um, <laughs> which is his real first name, by the way. Love you, buddy. We're not going to say his last name. So he's a mutual friend. We're all chubby together, right? I've known Steve for the longest time. Dan's known Steve for the longest time. But Dan and I did not know each other. Here's what our friend Steve did for us. He said, hey, guys, you should join track. Later, in retrospect, I realized he just didn't want to be the only fat guy who has to run on the track team. And then we threw heavy balls and discs because that was the only thing we would agree to do. Um, until coach made us do the, what was it? The 500? No, like, it, dude, it, dude, it's the 800. It's two laps, which is a uh, lot for a fat kid in middle school. Dude, 800 uh, dude, meters. I'll never forget coming in last place. <laughs> also, how did we look when it's like, there's all like these real track stars, but then our coach is like, yeah, I think I'll make the fat kid run. Okay. I guess you don't care about our school winning ever. Uh, I think it had less to do with that and more just to be like, I don't think that that track coach gave a shit and we're just like, I need a good laugh. I'm going to make the fat kids do the 800. Um, so a little bit fuck that team, but also here's what happens. You know the stories where it's like, I knew right away, immediately, I was going to be best friends with this dude the rest of my life. Our story, definitely not one of those stories. Our first interaction, which Dan, you're going to be the one that's going to take us through it. Uh, I fucking hated him. That's all hmm. I'm going to say. It's not like it was unjust. Okay. So this is what happened. We're me, Steve, not his real name. It's his real name, but you won't know <laughs> because it's, we're never going to say his last name. What if and he's our one listener, by the way? <laughs> he's going to be like, fuck you guys. And then probably put us on blast on social media. And then you'll all know, but he's not going to listen. He's a busy guy. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we are all uh, getting ready to do either disc or shot put. One of the two things that we said that we thought we'd be good at. Um, and then not really compared to Mike, which we'll get to later. Also um, real first name. That's also his real first name. <laughs> but uh, we're getting ready to gear up to do one of those two lame parts of being in track. And uh, I see somebody waving at Adam and Adam waves back. And I was like, Oh, dude, what's that's so cool. Your grandpa came to see you. And he's like, that's not my grandpa. That's my dad. And I was like, really? Like, uh, like, I thought he was joking. That's how old his dad is. And here's the thing. His dad still super fucking old. Okay. So uh, totally justified in what it, like he was mad at the fact that I asked like, okay, don't be mad. Clearly, your dad is a 1000 years old. Okay, how that happened? I don't know. But the thing is, I was a dick about it, which totally justifies Adam being a little upset for forever, basically, because he can't let it go. Yeah, yeah, no. Okay, so here's the thing. My dad is legitimately 8,000 years old. While I was growing up, I don't know what my dad's hair color used to be. 
It's, it's, it's been gray my entire life. Okay. I don't know what his real hair was anyway. Um, now he, when I met him, he was Gandalf the gray. He's definitely Gandalf the white now. Gandalf the white. Nice. Nice Lord of the Rings joke. Don't really like it, but nice joke. Um, without the powers of Gandalf, <laughs> no powers. Okay. Anyway, yeah. uh, yeah. hey, Adam's dad. <laughs> Dude. That is so good. We have these notes that we're both looking at that has all of these moments that we think are critical. As we've been talking, I realize well, maybe we don't have to go through the timeline. Just know that we are the bestest of friends. And for all you people out there that are thinking, I want them to be kind to each other. They're saying a lot of mean things. It's all in jest. So that means that if I say Dan's a huge piece of shit, I 100% mean it, but it means that he doesn't get offended by it because we love each other. <laughs> Sorry, folks, we had to take a quick a potty break, but we are back. Um, so look, Dan and I were just talking. We could go through our entire friendship, which may be slightly boring for you to listen to all of it. So here's what I really want to explain to all of you. We are the types of friends where we really are dudes and bros in the utmost meaning of the terms. We come from a small town. So for those of you that know the small town feel, it means that you kind of know everybody. And amazingly, we only really had one class together. So I don't know how you felt, Dan, but I was excited. How did you feel knowing we had a class together? You know what? Honestly, it was senior year and I had totally written off and not given a fuck about school anymore because, you know, how the saying goes, way too cool for school. And um, not only that, but it was the most lame and boring required class of all time. I was taking all classes where it's like, all right, well, all the essentials and everything you need to pass high school are pretty much done. What do you want to take this year? And I was like, all bullshit classes, all bullshit. Oh, well, the only one you have to take still is government. God damn it. Yeah. But also Adam took like AP, EP, whatever the fucking smart people classes. <laughs> uh, and I skated by and like graduated with like a 2.7 GPA. Again, not caring at the time. Had I thought about it and applied myself, um, turns out still didn't matter. Your high school GPA, any high schoolers out there, stop caring. Doesn't matter at all. Dan is actually incredibly smart, which is why I always got so frustrated with him because I'm like, dude, you have the brain power to get A's. Why are you just getting C's? But then later I realized I overworked myself for literally no reason. I was excited for us to have a class together, but I feel like I got overexcited because even though we never had classes together, we saw each other every day and definitely every weekend, right? So it's, so it's not like we could only see each other in class. Here's the thing though, Dan mentioned this. The class we had together was government. This was also a first period, which means we're in the classroom at 7.55 a.m. Bell rings at eight o'clock a.m. I am a morning person, okay? So I was ready to go. I was at school. Also, this is a side embarrassing note, but Dan had a job and driver's license way before me. Me as a senior in high school, still getting a ride to school from my mom because was too afraid to get my license till I was uh, 18 and, I, and it was the summer. Anyway. Um, I almost forgot about that. What yeah, a dude. loser. <laughs> Flash two, we're taking government. Our class starts, first day of class, okay? The first week of class, I notice that Dan shows up about 15, 20 minutes late every fucking day. He walks in the room, 
I'm ready to go. I have my notebook out. I'm ready to take notes, but I always give them the classic bro nod, right? You know, one of these. I, I know you can't see me, but Dan can, right? You, you know the bro nod. Yeah. He walks in the room. So I always gave him bro. a bro nod. Know what Dan did? Nothing, because his hood was on already, walking in class. Dan doesn't even take a fucking pencil out. Dan plops down in his chair, not next to me, by the way. In yeah. the back. Always the back. He puts his head down and goes to sleep. Then fast forward to all 10 weeks of a class in which every day Dan comes in 20 minutes, 30 minutes late, 45 minutes late, sits down and continues to sleep. So we had to watch a history movie all about government, which actually this is why Dan still does not know how the government works, by the way, because he slept through it. But Oh, I know how the government works. It's a conspiracy. Dan, I want you to tell me the three branches of government right now. Go. Um, the money one. Um, there's uh, there's the um, the Senate, and then um, George Bush, because Bush is kind of like a, a branch, but it's a small branch. With- <laughs> so we're watching this uh, this movie. I don't remember what it was on. Chances are something with that government. And Dan has not only proceeded to sleep this time, our teacher gets pissed. Reason is, Dan starts to snore so slightly. So our, our teacher walks over to Dan's desk and he does like a, a Spartan kick. This is Sparta! He kicks Dan's desk. Dan's head flies up. He takes off the hood. And I'm never going to forget our teacher going, hey, Maybe your grade would be better if you didn't sleep so much. I'm paraphrasing. And then he said, fuck you, Dan. And I was like, oh my gosh, our teacher, no, no. But he said something along the lines of, hey, maybe you shouldn't sleep during my class, whatever, right? He's very stern. We all stop, we look, especially me. While I'm taking my notes, I look and I'm like, finally, this is the kick in the ass that Dan needs. And then the teacher walks away. Then Dan looks at me and just mouths, what the fuck? He winks at me, puts his hood back on, goes back to sleep. (laughs) Dude, I did not give two shits about that class. And I'm pretty sure that teacher was also one of the track coaches. Full circle, it all comes back to track. Fuck you, track, by the way. Fuck all of the tracks. Fuck you, track. (laughs) Fuck you, government. Fuck you. Not really. That dude was a nice guy. I really needed that extra 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I mean this wholeheartedly. All jokes aside, I would not have survived high school without Dan. I barely survived it with him because your boy was quite moody. Some might say a little bit of a bitch. Literally everyone said that Adam was the biggest bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. That was just the rumor that I started because, uh, you know, I thought it was hilarious. Um, no, not really. I always had his back and, uh, you know, vice versa. Besides the fact that we said we're going to talk about our show and still haven't done so, uh, our backstory, what I want you to realize is we're really tight, mad love for each other. We can have the funnest of times, but we're not afraid to hurt each other's feelings. We're not afraid to be honest with each other. And hopefully that'll come through. Anyway, um, purpose of our show, Dan, if I just asked you to tell the listeners why we're doing this, what would you say? I would say uh, because we want people to have a chance to get away from all their own shit and listen to maybe not necessarily inspiring all the time and or 
uh, motivational, like feelings of great, but just to distract yourself from anything that you need distraction from. At the same time, we are going to touch on some things that will hopefully improve your life. And um, through our experiences, uh, we think that they're, you know, good enough to share. So, you know, stay tuned. <laughs> you're, you're in for a real doozy. Either that or never listening again. So, We're just here to have a fun time. Okay. Now, if, if someone asked me why we're doing this outside of having people escape from their real life shit, um, there's just stuff that we want to talk about. Dan and I, this is not the first time we've been Zooming and or talking to each other, but each week we would just talk about stuff that we like. We live in a day and age right now where there's over 900,000 podcasts and there is a platform for people to talk about what they like. So we're hoping that even if it's one segment of our show, if it's something you like, please tune in because maybe we're going to share our opinion and it's just going to be nice for you to listen to while you're on your way to work or... While you're on your way to the voting booth. I don't know why I chose voting. That's the first thing that popped into my head. I do it every day. So I need something to listen to when I'm on my way to vote. Okay. Because this is America and I know government. Not really (laughs) fell asleep during the whole class. So um, I want to touch on what Adam said though, because this is the first zero episode. So actually the next one will be the first one. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, if there are people out there that do decide to listen to this, if you're listening to this right now, give us feedback for sure. We, this, we expect that if this goes anywhere other than us recording it and then listening back to it and we're the only two listeners, um, we have nowhere to go from, but if there is a third and unbiased party that is interested and wants to know more about something that we're talking about or something completely different. Now, if it's something that we don't give a shit about and go fuck yourself. However, um, <laughs> if, if it has anything to do with the topics that we're talking about, uh, you know, in each episode or, you know, in between episodes, whatever, just let us know. Cause we, we expect this to evolve and, um, you know, cater to an audience that wants to list, continue listening to us, talk which is so like thank you uh <laughs> you know if you are um and uh and if you had to you know invest anything to get here right now again like thank you thank you from the deepest 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 part and bottom of my balls i thank you i mean my heart i thank you <laughs> <laughs> Also, if you're listening to this and you're like, uh, I don't know if I like this format. It's all good. We're just about to break down, break it down, how the shows will look. I promise you, this is the only time that the show is going to have this much rambling of us just talking about our history with each other, how much we love each other. So Dan is actually going to start us off by breaking down how the, uh, the typical show will run. So let's pretend we already did the intro, okay? Which you already have. After the intro, we're not always going to go into the history of us. We're going to go into the first segment, which is actually pages, and Dan's going to start us off. We started uh, by saying cages uh, and then going into, you know, stages, pages, and then rages. Um, We're not going to do it in that format because uh, we're not going to cater to Adam's OCD which was a conversation we had leading up to this point. However, it just doesn't make sense to always start with one or the other. So we're just going to be switching it up episode per episode. Um, In this particular case, we're going to be starting with pages and then we will move on 
into uh, cages, which is talking about UFC and uh, all the fighting that's happening in the world that people pay to see blows my mind. Not my expertise, but I'm super interested to hear about it. Adam has a huge passion for this. So if you're a big uh, MMA, UFC fan, get ready for some insight and or just opinionated thoughts about everything because, uh, you know, he's, he's on it. All right. Um, uh, and then outside of that stages, we uh, are both huge stand-up comedian fans. So we're going to talk about everything from stand-up uh, comedians, what's going on in their lives, reviewing their most recent releases, um, and just talking all and everything about stand-up comedy. It is a secret dream of mine to be able to pursue that dream, that career. <laughs> <laughs> but um, seeing as I can't talk good, not sure if it's a viable option. However, <laughs> I'm here now, so you never know. This could help me get better. Um, and then uh, what, what, what else have I not covered? Uh, and then Rages is just the very – and Rages will probably stay at the end of every episode because it's just fun to talk about the things that make us angry. Blood's boiling. We call those boiling points where all of a sudden something happens that just really grinds your gears and gets your blood a boiling. (laughs) So uh, that being said, why don't we just uh, start off with pages. And what I want to do is kind of just go into what we'll be talking about in the next episode. So this is kind of just a sneak preview and also just giving you a layout kind of uh, idea of what our format is going to sound like so next week on cspr we're going to be talking about rick and morty season four and when to expect season five okay we all know as rick and morty fans if any of you are out there listening right now had to wait a long ass time uh pretty much two years for season four to be released Gee dang it, they did it. And the first half of the season was gold. Worth the wait, am I right? But then they said, nah, the second half is going to take forever again. Forever being like a couple of months. Normally when they do a mid-season break, it's maybe a month. I think this one was three months. But the last four episodes of season four, five, four episodes. No, five episodes. Because it's ten episodes total. Just brilliant. And, I, and if you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. Just so you know, if you haven't heard already, Adult Swim did confirm upon releasing the second half that they signed on for another 70 episodes. And if they keep on, I don't know if you knew this, Adam, but if they keep on with the format of doing 10 episodes per season, that means we're still promised another 800 years. Pretty well, yeah, if they keep doing that. But that's what we're going to talk about next time is the research that I've done, at least uh, in interviews with Dan Harmon, who's one of the creators with Justin Rowland. Um, they plan on never doing that to their fans again, although promises can be broken. So, ooh, uh, you know, expect to dive into that a little bit more. Outside of that, I think we're going to probably touch on my most recent favorite show. Uh, that was on Hulu and FX, Dave, starring Lil Dicky. Yes. If you don't know who that is, don't Google it. Just go to YouTube, type in Lil Dicky in the search bar, and have yourself a day. Because yes. Because you will be entertained, laugh hysterically, and also just have your mind blown. Um, 
by the way, that is coming back for a season two. If you are a fan and you didn't know, it's coming back. So super excited about that. We're going to talk about the potential release date for that show and get, God damn it. My Alexa. Alexa, stop. Don't ever say anything again when I'm in the middle of recording an episode of my podcast. Thank you very much. Also, we're sponsored by Alexa. No, we're not sponsored by Amazon. No sponsorship, but shout out to Alexa. Also, that's definitely staying in. (laughs) Um, But yes, I do love my Alexa and I do love Amazon. So definitely props. Although no sponsorship, maybe future. No, they don't care about us. But we'll take it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm also going to be letting you guys know when we're in the pages, um, you know, section of our podcast my pick of the week every week i want to give you something to watch if you haven't watched it you gotta watch it and this time around i'm gonna suggest you watch happy um it is a show that is when we talk about this next time i'll tell you where it's released i think it's a sci-fi channel or something like that um but it is on netflix seasons one and two and it's uh starring christopher maloney who was the detective, uh, Elliot Stabler, on Law and Order, um, running 40 years, something crazy like that. <laughs> uh, I think he's actually only 20, but like that is where he is probably, if you like, oh yeah, I've seen this guy's face before. Completely different character in the show, although he still is a detective. It's, uh, it's more of a uh, Bruce uh, Willis from Die Hard type uh, alcoholic dude who doesn't give a shit anymore, but still must keep detecting. So, um, also it stars the voice of Pat Oswald as if you guys don't know this, one of Adam and I's favorite comedians and also does the voices for some of the most famous illustrated, um, cartoon movies and TV shows of all time. So that is my pick of the week. I, I highly suggest you guys get on it check it out and if you do watch it and you are listening and you want to bring some feedback to the table let us know um adam you have a note here that you would like to let know the pick of the week which is a movie for yourself yeah and actually right before we do that dan i don't know if you know this but the uh, the show happy that's based off of guess what a comic book by the same name written by the grant morrison so actually happy holy shit yeah happy as most things you know when we were kids, being nerds was not cool. It's super cool to be a nerd now. So, um, as most things, it was a comic book. It had a whole bunch of issues, actually. Not issues as in, like, problems, but, I mean, actual comic book issues. Um, yeah, that's one of those those IPs that they scooped up, and they said, hey, this would make a dope show. So, when I think about it, if you are a fan of Die Hard, but also Who Framed Roger Rabbit, mash those two <laughs> yes. together, and you have Happy. Right. So that's all we're going to say, because we're going to Dan's going to dive into it way deeper next week. So that's not my pick of the week. My pick of the week happens to be something that is not based in the nerd realm at all. It is a Netflix movie, Um, not just one that's on Netflix, but it's made by Netflix Studios. It is starring one of my favorite dudes of all time, Kumail Nanjiani. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, Who is jacked, by the way? Like, dude, have you seen his physical transformation? Because he was hired for a Marvel movie. and Yeah, still. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. um, It's a rom-com. Watched it with my lady friend. It's called Lovebirds. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to get into the story, anything yet. I'm going to give you all, and by you all, I mean the one listener who's still listening right now, uh, the opportunity to watch it. I guess it's recency bias, but one of my new favorite rom-coms of all of the times. 
I also watched it with my lady friend last week, and it was delightfully hilarious. Yes, that's a, yeah, it's super funny. Now, speaking of that, we found the perfect way to merge the part of pages that's all about streaming and also the part of pages that's all about like the comic books, as we call it, geekdom. Uh, this is where I would be taking over leading the charge in terms of the superhero news. But speaking of that, Dan, we have something that's in common that I actually introduce you to that you might love as much as I do now. It's a show based on an awesome graphic novel, once again, that's on Amazon Prime called The Boys. The Boys, dude. So dark, so deep, so hilarious, but also kind of like scary. So here's what it is. It's not the first show to ever think of. Let's take superheroes and make a show about it. But what I love about this show is if we really had superheroes walking around, like if that was a real part of life, that show, that's how it would be. This show, if you know what it is, then you know exactly what I'm talking about, what we're talking about. But if you don't know what the show is, it's not like a Batman Superman, oh, they're this beacon of hope and they always beat the bad guy and all this stuff. It is a show where you have superheroes that know how much power they have and they take advantage of it. They have no consideration for human life because they are superhuman. They are super greedy. They make bad decisions. They basically indulge in all the activities we would if we had superpowers. It's like if people real in nowadays had superpowers. It's a little bit like mutants from X-Men from those series is, uh, you know, where there's good and bad because the good ones were the superheroes, quote unquote, and the bad ones were the evil villains, except for this is more real in the sense that all of the superheroes in the boys are idolized and, you know, appear to be from a political standpoint, the superheroes. And really, <laughs> they're kind of just bad. So it's kind of dark, but it's it's super good. And Adam, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to elaborate on the point you were trying to make because that's why I loved it so much. No, dude, it's all good. Speaking of our boy, Pat Oswald, he hosted the reunion special for season one. So Dan mm -hmm. and I, maybe, maybe not, but we have until September 4th is the big release date for The Boys season two. I highly recommend you binge all of season one before that, which actually Dan and I will probably be redoing. We're going to re-binge watch the show. We're mm -hmm. going to dive into it. Also, a little bit more about the last thing about the pages thing. Um, my favorite hero of all time is Batman. I love all things Batman, always have, always will. I don't need to get into the details of my love for Batman, but I will say in this section next week, I will be talking about all things Batman. Michael Keaton, who's my Batman when I was a kid, is returning to the role. Robert Pattinson, yes, the guy from Twilight, is going to be our newest Batman. But also, I am rereading because with all this COVID-19 stuff, with all the comic book shops being closed down, I... Also, do not like the digital form of comics. There's something about holding a book in my hand. So I have actually chosen to reread all the comic books that I currently own. So right now, I am exploring the trade paperback world of Tom King's Batman. He was one of the most recent authors. Brilliant. In real life, used to work for the CIA, by the way. You just farted. That's cool. Um, but what You heard I, that? Yeah, <laughs> but what I, that's also staying in, but what I, I will say is what you can expect from this segment is me talking a little bit about superhero movie news, but also comic books. And last but not least, Dan knows one of my new found loves, 
action figures, and collectibles. Adam, real quick, when you were mentioning the comic books and now uh, mentioning your figs collection, that's uh, figurines for the layman. Um, how many of each of those do you roughly have? How many comic books? How many figs? All right. Well, without going to count. <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. So, so, off the top of my head, comic books. I would say I easily have about five to six hundred, and most of those being Batman comics. Um, and that's just counting the ones that I read. If you go into the ones that I've had autographed and also framed and mounted and graded, then we're talking like seven hundred. And if yeah. you go into figs of all different sorts of varieties. Um, I'm constantly buying more. I actually have a fig that's supposed to be showing up today. Uh, so figs, I, I would say like 250, maybe. And Adam, ballpark the average price for how much a fig would cost. <laughs> okay, well, see, and that's another thing. I'm so glad you asked, Dan, because actually my collecting has evolved. Originally, I was getting the six-inch figures that would be anywhere from 15 to 25 dollars but now i've actually graduated to the higher end collectibles so now the average figure that i buy can be anywhere from 80 to 300 dollars each he's sitting on a gold mine ladies and gentlemen that's why we can't disclose who we actually are or where we live yeah i'm actually not sitting on a gold mine i have not eaten real food for almost four years <laughs> <laughs> He eats the cardboard boxes <laughs> that the figs come in. Recycling. Uh, and then he'll pretend that the little, uh, you know, styrofoam balls that come in there are popcorn. <laughs> well, hey, on it. Dan, I think before we transition into our next segment, we have an ad break. The following advertisement is not real. It is for a fake product from a fake company. Enjoy. Yeah, have you ever had mosquitoes that bite you? Doesn't that suck? I know, right? Mosquito repellent fuck up your skin and make you smell real bad. Stupid ass candles and oil wicks just don't cut it. Try mosquito flamethrowers. Help wipe out the species one flame at a time. This is mosquito destroying flamethrowers. Don't actually exist. Get a real flamethrower and just destroy all of the mosquitoes that you can. Brought to you by this podcast. Next segment that we would be going into on our regular show without all this rambling, a blambling, a slambling is going to be the cages segment, which is where me, Adam, will do a deep dive into all things MMA, but especially UFC. Got to be honest, I am kind of a homer. I am kind of biased. I will not be bringing up news about the other fighting organizations like Bellator, like One. Like it's it's not that they don't have merit. It's not that not that they don't have value. It's just not something I like. So if it's going to be my segment that it's something I like, I will predominantly be bringing up the UFC. Things that will be coming up are recaps of all the current fight nights. In terms of the COVID times, we have, thank goodness, the UFC is one of the few sports that's actually resumed, but they're back in such full force. There's a fight night every Saturday for what seems like the rest of the times. So, yeah, no, and I will be doing a lot of um, listening and learning, just like y'all in this portion of the podcast. However, I do like me seeing a couple of guys get all fisty and or wrestly. 
So, and not from a sexual standpoint, just because, you know, man stuff. Um, uh, that being said, that Dan Hooker versus uh, Dustin I, Poirier, Poirier um, I did go ahead and watch highlights from that fight. And uh, it would seem that um, Poirier was the ultimate winner, correct? Yes, the top fight for most people, like for actual people that know UFC, the fight of the year actually by some ladies. So I don't want you to feel like when I say UFC, it's only about men because women actually tear it up inside the cage, dude. Oh, and I am aware uh, and actually am just so terrified of any of them that it, it does. It makes me feel like I'm not. It's outside of getting into the whole sexist debate like it's not about that because literally i would be torn to shreds by anybody in the world especially these women that are in this cage beating the shit out of each other blood goes everywhere it's mm -hmm. honestly disgusting i don't like that but you know it's just part of the it's part of the job for them so yeah um that being said super excited to get into some of that stuff you were mentioning I just, the highlights I was watching, it looked like Hooker could have ended it in the second round, but he only had so much time left. Yeah. Thank you so much for actually looking at that fight because on most people's like top five lists, that fight that just happened is number two. Everybody agrees that the lady fight that I will get into, which if you know UFC, all of you know which one I'm talking about, that will be the number one pick for fight, like fight of the year that will get the award. For my money, honestly, that Dan Hooker-Dustin Poirier fight is the second best fight of this whole year. It was phenomenal. It looked very intense just watching the uh, highlights, very back and forth. Also, dude, I will say uh, I'm starting to really like watching UFC events without like the crowd. At first, I was like, this is so fucking weird. But you get to hear literally every punch and every shot. Ooh. And also when they talk shit, I didn't know how much fighters talk shit to each other until there's no audience and you can like hear what they say dude i kind of like it without the audience i'm not gonna lie you know eventually that's gonna come back in like five years so you got some time to enjoy it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well hey man Thanks, let's, COVID. let's uh let's go into the last few segments of our show Okay, so getting into stages, um, most recent, at least from me, I know there's some more in, new stuff happening as far as uh, you know, stand-up comedy, and it's a little rough right now because, again, you, that's not something you can watch without an audience. That would be terrible, even just from this, the view of the comedian being like, it doesn't matter if there's people or not. I need to get my next special out. No, kind of matters. You need people to get the reaction, it's a whole art and the audience plays a massive role in that. Um, that being said, Netflix is a amazing hub for stand-up these days. Um, and Eric Andre's new special, which is Legalize Everything, even just the opening segment, and uh -huh. I'm just gonna give you a little preview, he pretends to be, uh, it's New Orleans, right? Yep a New Orleans cop who going around the city trying to get people to take drugs and or smoke a bong with him. <laughs> and it is so funny to see the reactions on people's faces that don't know him. He's becoming more and more famous as time goes on, but he has the Eric Andre show, which is what he's known for, or at least what he has a 
fan base for. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, <laughs> there's one point where he asks this lady to smoke weed with him and she goes, is that real weed in there? And he goes, yep. <laughs> and she actually smokes it and thinks he's a cop, which is just mind-blowingly amazing. Um, but we're going to get into the nitty-gritty of that special and the genius mind behind the man who is Eric Andre. Um, this dude is crazy, but probably one of the more sane comedians in the game right now. So more to come on that. Also, quick, and we don't have to get into this a ton on the next episode, but R.I.P. Chris D'Elia's career. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you can look it up. Yeah. Uh, so just for sake of like the show and like content, we're not going to get into deets. You can definitely Google it because now when you type in his name, that's the first thing that comes up. But yeah, I, I, I got to be honest, Dan and I both would agree. Um, I think prior to all of the horrendous, horrific things that happened, uh, he was probably my favorite stand-up comedian. And uh, yeah, it's, it's something that we don't want to dive into, but yeah, yeah, just, uh, but also Dan, I'd say for good reason, RIP to his career, but also seems like it's honestly deservedly so, because now that you look at the details of everything, it's not one of those, like, I don't know if this is true. It definitely appears to be true. Allegedly, right. We have to do that disclaimer. We can't just say that we're reporting some kind of new no, findings, we but we um, cannot verify the facts or sources of these. All I'll say is if it is found to be true, and it is actually proven to be true. And like, it, I mean, just, you know, we find out that it a hundred percent was true. Then I will say I am ashamed for ever being a fan of his and he deserves to have his career killed. But until then we'll just say it's kind of a bummer, dude. Yeah. 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 Moving on. One of the last things we're going to get into is, of course, as I mentioned before, boiling points. However, before we get into boiling points, we don't want to just make it about things that we hate and or things that make us real angry or gets our blood a boiling. <laughs> we also want to make a positive impact, at least through our experiences of trying to make ourselves better which is why we title this portion of the podcast self-bettering. Is bettering a word? Google it. No, because it'll probably be like, did you mean better? We're going to be talking about uh, fasting, which did you think it gets a bad rep? Um, yeah, because you're doing it wrong. All right. Fasting is actually one good for you and a great way to cut fat, if, especially if you're obese. That's not nice, but isn't it though? Because we didn't make you obese. So, and I'm going to get into more details, but basically you have an eight hour window to eat and then you don't have shit but water for 16. Uh, It's helped me uh, lose a lot of weight. It also does a lot of other health benefits, which I will get into next time. Also, we're not doctors. We are not doctors. We are not doctors. Um... I wanted to be a doctor, and then someone told me it was eight years of school. And as you know, I'm too cool for school. So, no, Dan so actually that. did all the schooling, but he slept through the test. <laughs> no, I slept through the schooling, couldn't pass the test. Really hard. So I also participate in fasting. Dan was actually my inspiration to get into fasting. I also do the 8-16 method. Um, but what I really 
we'll talk about is just this whole phenomenon of the word diet. Because what I realized is at first when I was trying to do my physical transformation, I was using the word diet as a verb, meaning I was trying all of these diets, right? The South Beach diet, the keto diet. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those, but once I started to look at the word diet as a noun, which is instead of me trying to do these diets, dieting, I'm just going to change my diet as an eating habit. I'm going to switch to organic things and just eat more clean. Once I decided to look at it as a noun instead of a verb, that's when I got the results. And that's when it occurs to you that like it is a life choice, not something you do for three weeks, drinking only celery juice and thinking that everything and all your health problems are going to go away if you go back to eating junior bacon cheeseburgers for the rest of your life. Exactly. Although those are delicious. <laughs> I still <laughs> had a four for four the other night. Delicious. Instant regret the next morning. So, Oh, dude. I know. I still make mistakes, guys. I'm not perfect. All right? I'm amazed at where we are now, but it's not only physical, Dan. It can also be psychological, emotional, and spiritual. So um, basically, we're going to get into that. Furthermore, I know you're tired of us saying, we're going to get into it. Dan has a couple things he wants to talk about. What I will be talking about is I actually have a huge print of it on my wall that I look at every morning and every night before I go to sleep that just says, work hard, stay humble. And that's what I like to live my life by. Also, improvement leads to success. Dan, what are you going to talk about in the spiritual section of self-bettering? Well, I wanted to kind of piggyback on what you're saying here, because what I have to say kind of falls in line with the work hard and stay humble um, and always remembering to have an attitude of gratitude. Here on this podcast, of course, we love things that rhyme. Um, <laughs> you know, we used to rap, so makes sense, right? Yeah. But... Um, Attitude of gratitude, dude. All right. That's that's the whole thing. And no matter how shitty your life is, if you're going to keep on harping about the shitty parts, you're never going to really appreciate the stuff that you should be grateful for. That being said, I'm going to get in a little bit uh, into Dudaism because there's a backstory to that, that I am actually a Dudist priest. I don't know if I told you this, Adam, but I am legitimately a Dudist priest and I can ordain and am going to weddings. My friend Zach is getting married. It's always you, Steve, dude. Let's just say all of our friends' names are Steve. <laughs> so my friend Steve is getting married, and I am going to uh, marry him and his wife legally because, again, I can... Um, You're going to marry both of them, so you guys have like a love triangle or what? You know what I mean, man. I'm ordaining their marriage oh. as a Dudist priest. More to come on that next episode. I didn't, okay, dude, I, which we also say the word dude. I got to be honest, I didn't know that was a thing. Now, actually, even I'm really, really excited to hear about it. I'm, I'm like really intrigued by that right now. And you will know next episode. Well, you'll no, probably no, no, know no. before the next episode. We're going to talk about it, but like anyone listening right now won't. Okay. Also, this is definitely pre-recorded, not live, by the way. But speaking of that... Dan, let's get into what I foresee and anticipate as being one of the favorite segments of our listener or listeners. It's Bloods of Boiling, Boiling Point Time. Yeah, buddy. Now, okay, I got to be honest. So I had my first initial boiling point. It's already written down here in our notes. I was going to talk to you about it. But hey, guess what? 
I'm going to save that for next week because my real first boiling point, I want it to be something that maybe you heard, maybe you didn't hear, but I love it. And I mean, love it. When I go out of my way to make sure that we are recording this podcast on a day and a time when the landscapers aren't doing their job. Now, am I thankful for said landscapers? Yes. Are all of their names Steve? Yes. I'm thankful for the job that they do. Here's the thing, though. When you're trying to record a podcast, mm. a little hard for the sound quality to be up to par, when in the background you hear, that's an exact impression, okay? That sound <laughs> came out of my mouth. So, my boiling point is, don't you love it when you go out of your way to plan something and put in many hours of distinct and explicit planning? Only for the exact moment when you need it to be silenced, you get a meow landscaping sound. Guess what, Dan? After that, I always think, blood's a boiling. Especially when you record on a day after it's supposed to happen. What happens? No landscaping yesterday. When do they do it? Exactly when we're recording this. Blood's a boiling. I <laughs> uh, feel your pain. Um, and I think actually where I am, because I am also on a first floor recording studio, and by that I mean my room and my desk. <laughs> uh, they might be supposed to be doing it today. But again, um, things don't go as planned. And the company that does my landscaping at my very average quality of apartment is terrible and shitty. So they're probably late and or just said fuck it. So uh, <laughs> luckily for me, I didn't get <laughs> super unlucky. But Adam, totally understand, dude. Take a chill pill. All right. Blood's a boiling. I get it. But it'll all be okay soon. Blood's a right? boiling. That being said, I want to talk about something that's really getting my blood boiling. Mm -hmm. And that is uh, my new job actually is right next to a train track. And almost every day I get there. And guess what? It's not like the Metra going from the burbs to the city. It's the fucking freight trains, bro. All right. You know what? Normally not a big deal. Perfect time to just sit there and chill. Check your text messages, emails, watch a funny YouTube video, right? But when you got somewhere to be and you can blame everyone but yourself for not getting up early enough to get there on time, the fucking train will just go and go. And the minutes will pass and more minutes will pass until it's been at least six or seven minutes. And you're like, why the fuck am I still sitting here? That escalated quickly. That being said, um, you know what really grinds my gears? Waiting for a train, looking down the line to see if you could see the caboose. That's the last glass cart on a train, by the way, for all you layman's out there. Uh, and not seeing it for miles. Blood's a boiling. <laughs> yeah, so for those of you that are still listening, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Those are our boiling points for this week, folks. Every week, we will bring up two new things that gets our blood a boiling. And hopefully you can relate because, uh, you know, we just need to get it off our chest. And it's not good to keep your boiling points inside your body because it could make your heart explode. Right, so instead you spew them out for everybody else to hear, and then you move on about your day. And in your case, when you hear us bitch about it, you just yell in your own private space and or in public, whatever. What, as long as you don't get in trouble and blame us. I totally agree, blood's a boiling! And then you feel so much better after just getting it out of your body. 
Absolutely. We've all experienced landscapers or something inconvenient when we need quiet time. We've also all experienced waiting for a fucking train. And we're like, how long is this train? Cool. You waited till right now when I really needed to be somewhere for you to give me the longest train in the history of trainedom? Is trainedom a word? I don't know. Fucking Google it, man. If you don't know what Google is, don't listen to our podcast. Yeah. And probably Google what Googling is <laughs> if you haven't Googled before. <laughs> I'm gonna, I need to Google what Googling is. Wow. Also, dude, it just hit me right now. <laughs> we are bringing down the level of quality for all podcasting. Dude, the fact that we can just buy microphones and we get to podcast and then we can upload it with people just letting us upload it. Wow. What is this world coming to? Dude, we have a podcast. Are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, yeah, which means any of y'all can do it. Go ahead. It ain't going to be as good as this one. Or it will be literally way, way better. Than this one. <laughs> um, either way, we live in a time where we could do this. However, uh, we didn't just fucking buy mics and jump on this. This has been uh, a couple of months now of free planning. So get ready to do some legwork, even if all that legwork leads to the shittiest podcast of all time. <laughs> Hey, folks, you almost did it. You almost survived episode zero. If you want to, please share with others what this podcast is. Thank you so much for that. And there will be more coming in the future. Thank you, guys. And yes, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad. They're not going to listen, but tell them about it and uh, let the people know. Absolutely. What we will do right after our boiling point segment, the last segment that we will do is called the listener mailbag, where we're going to get into some emails from listeners and then we answer your questions. Here's the thing. This is our first episode. I know it's confusing, episode zero, but it's our first episode. We don't even know if we have any actual listeners. So obviously, no listener questions right now. So if you are actually listening and you want to pose any question and or feedback or just lay into us and tell us how we should never do this again, we'd love to retort and or answer your questions. So please hit us up at podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is podcast at gmail.com. All right. The third time it is CSPR. No, okay. It's pretty self-explanatory. You know what to do. If you listen to any of this, even if you decided to click on it, then maybe you decide it's not for you. That's okay. But seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you so much for not only listening, but hopefully you're excited about all of the topics and the segments we will be talking about. If you want to tune in next time, that would be dope. If you don't want to tune in next time, fuck you. No, if you don't want to tune in next time, that's totally cool. Uh, but yeah, just thank you. Thank you so much. We are doing this from the ground up. As we said before, we're not doing this to get a whole bunch of sponsors. We're not doing it to make millions of dollars. We're not trying to compete with Joe Rogan, anything like that. We're just doing this because we're going to talk every week anyway. We like a good time and we want to share it with you. So Dan's about to kind of say his final words before we get this thing out of here. But just from me, Adam, I just want to say thank you so much and hope you tune in next time. Please come back. Please, please, please come back. I, just, I want to do this. Okay. But I can't just afford to do it on my own. So why don't you come back? You give us a second chance. As much as I want to thank the listeners, I, I want to thank you, man. I'm really excited. This is our first episode. Uh, I love you, buddy. and. We'll talk next week. Let's do that, man. I'd love to reciprocate, but as you well know, you're getting a phone call at the very end of me saying something. So I hate you, obviously. Uh, thanks again, guys. See you next time. This has been the CSPR Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>